Welcome to the Absolute Mom Sense Podcast. Hey guys, welcome to Absolute Mom Sense, a podcast where moms get together, hang out, have fun, talk about life, family, raising kids, and just all a bunch of mom sense. If you are new here, hi, I'm so glad you found us. Um, my name is Olivia and we have Tia. Hi. We're also happy to bring another guest to you guys. Today we've brought back realtor and interior decorator Jackie. Hello. Nice to be back. So today we have got a lot to talk about. We're going to be talking about parenting styles, different parenting styles, and how they can affect your children. Um, we're going to be talking about whether we think or feel like children should be working and whether not having them work is enabling entitled behavior. And we'll also talk about the importance of a husband and a wife relationship and much, much more. If you like our content, please consider subscribing, like the video, comment on the video, and share the video so that we can spread the word and share it with all kinds of other moms everywhere. All right. So before we get into this, you guys heard that Blake Lively is pregnant, right? You know who Blake Lively? Yeah. Blake Lively. I did not hear her. Blake Lively is, right? Is that number four? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Four kids. Wow. Mm -hmm. And I'm pretty sure they have been like back to back to back. Wow. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Pretty quick. Yeah. Yeah. So for me, like when I first started, then I was like, weird that somebody who ha like has a career in, I don't know, what do you say? And make well, famous. <laughs> and their job is to make sure they always look their best. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And she's just having a bunch of kids. Wow. The one of the things, though, that threw me off, though, is that she didn't actually announce that she was pregnant until after she started getting like bombarded by paparazzi hmm. right because everybody was trying to catch the shot so that they could expose her for being pregnant so Aww. she finally just got on instagram and was just like yep yep i am here it is <laughs> <laughs> now can you guys leave me alone but i'm like that would be hard wouldn't yeah, it very like if I you wanted want to have i know if you wanted to have a i don't know like a pregnancy where you weren't constantly in front of cameras and everything and you just can't escape it. You'd be so self-conscious the whole time. I know. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I already am. Like, yeah. I'm already like, okay. <laughs> it's already like, enough. Yeah. <laughs> that That's enough. It's it's not my most favorite and flattering time. <laughs> I well, really so want to cute, be. You're so cute, pregnant. Stop. You're so <laughs> cute. <laughs> like, you got no oh, complaints. No. <laughs> For sure. I will say, though, like, it's it's all in the face. You that's know? where I you carry can mine. Tell. You just can't <laughs> hide it. Uh, <laughs> what were you going to say? I was just going to say, and then you have a bunch of people trying their hardest to get the ugliest picture possible I of know. you. Yeah. <laughs> the worst to put it out there because it sells. And everything. Yep. I know. And then the tab, the, the, what are they called? The lines, headlines yeah. that come out. Oh, she gained a lot of weight. Oh, is she having a healthy pregnancy or not? You know, like, yeah. uh, that would be awful. Anyway, but on to parenting styles. So one of the parenting styles that are like super common is like helicopter parenting. You know what that is, mm -hmm. right? It is hard, though, not to. Not to be one. Yeah. yeah. Isn't it? It wasn't for me. Really? I'm like, <laughs> not at all. I'm like, it, and it's not that I don't want them to get hurt or anything, but it's just like, it is that almost. Yeah. <laughs> no, like even sending yeah. them off to school, yep. putting them out there into the world, into the cruel world, you know, and then you're just like, be okay please like nothing bad happened to them and so I feel like it's hard not to just hover and be like 
don't let anything bad happen to them well it's like when do you let up because as babies and you're uh, then you already do. there and then when does it when how do you know when to ease up on them and what does easing up look like yeah well it depends on you the know? kid because if that's you have, true <laughs> if some kids mature really fast and some kids don't yeah that's true <laughs> yep i've had so, a few that still need it <laughs> still need a little bit of help uh, a, lo- a lot of help but then at the same time like i am the type of mom where even with my babies if they trip and fall then i'm like oh jump back up yeah you got it keep going instead of like oh, oh, are you okay oh my goodness oh my goodness because i tried that yeah you and then it scares, it scares the kid to death <laughs> yeah and then the kid gets scared and then they're just yeah. like oh 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 i'm, I'm supposed hurt. to cry yeah <laughs> oh no and then they cry over every little thing yeah after that and it's like now you're ruined it takes so much <laughs> you know oh. so it seems like that's how it would be, but even like as they grow up, and I don't have teenagers yet. You, you guys do. You guys are into this already. Yeah. You have married kids mm-hmm. with kids, so it's like, at what point do you let go a little? You know, I feel like it's different stages of life too, because sometimes the teenagers need it a lot. <laughs> so it's like you let up for a little while, and then you're like, wait a minute. <laughs> well, and then your first kid, you feel like you're okay. They're good. They're, mm-hmm. you know, they're, they're making good choices. They, they are respectful and all that. And then, so you think, well, I'm, I'm good. I'll just do the same thing with the next one and it doesn't work. And you're like, wait. <laughs> because they're all different. Yeah. Every yeah. personality is so different. You have to be, That's it true. well rounds you to mm-hmm. be a mother because <laughs> you have to learn how to deal <laughs> with every type of personality. I know. And, and it feels like it, you make, it makes you a better person even. Oh yeah. With friendships, <clears throat> with other people in public, because you're like, oh okay yeah. oh i know what they're doing that's I've, what my that's yeah. what my third kid does <laughs> oh i see yeah. <laughs> the other one is like bulldozing you're part of the bulldozer parent right oh, it's the essentially the same thing because if you think okay helicopter is like hovering bulldozer you're just gonna go and plow the path for your kid now they'll never run into anything bad mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. i feel like that is a general rule parents try to do this but now I have been a teacher and those bulldozer parents, they're tough. <laughs> they're tough parents to have because it's like you can't just make life be like you, you can't just eliminate any struggle from your kid. Right. Yeah. It, it does not do them a service. It doesn't. It does them a disservice mm-hmm. because if you if they never make a mistake, and especially the, I think that the ones that would be hardest for me as a mom was, it would be like to see it coming, to see the mistake coming and, yeah. and then like not do anything, let them make it. Yeah. Because if it's like, I could stop it from happening, mm-hmm. but then you know how good it is. Maybe, I mean, even for me as a human growing, you make mistakes, you learn from them, but then you get better because of the mistakes. And so I find that parents generally have a harder time letting go and just letting their kids make their own path instead of plowing it for them. I think that's been my biggest struggle for sure. Yeah. As I try to fix everything for my kids, I try to make sure everything's perfect. Nobody's going to do an injustice to them. I know. I'm like, you did what? <laughs> like you, you said what to them? <laughs> I so I, that's definitely been, I am definitely that mom and mm-hmm. I've had to, I'm still trying to learn to not be that mom. It's hard. To let them go live a little bit. I know. And I That's think hard. I'm totally opposite. Really? I'm like, so how do you do oh, that Oh, they'll then? be fine. I was fine. Like, my, 
my mother's parenting was uh-huh. so off hands and so like she never asked me about my grades she never asked me about wow really anything but I took full responsibility and I got good grades I always did uh-huh. but because I didn't want to be the dumb one in the class like I was like <laughs> it mattered to me so much and mm-hmm. so when my kids are in school, and my husband's always like, "Well, what are the kids are getting? Well, this one's getting bad grades. How come you're not like? Are you gonna w- you work with them? We yeah. we gotta help them." And I'm like, "Nobody ever did that for me. <laughs> like, I'm like, if they want good grades, they gotta get them. Like, I'm not gonna yeah. sit there with them every night and make sure they get good grades. But and I and then I feel guilty because I'm like, am I really am I like mom? not a good mom? Because <laughs> no. you know. And then, but mm-hmm. I really I think back my growing up, and I'm like, if they don't step up to the plate they're never going to be that kind of a person and they're always going to wait for someone to hand it to them Mm -hmm. and that's not what I want my kids to be like so and it's so much easier to just let them do it (laughs) Uh, I probably sound bad but honestly though that's (laughs) one of the things that I'm struggling with right now because I have I have one of my kids who isn't scoring as high as she typically does and is normal for even her or what I'm used to (laughs) and so I'm like it's hard because I get the report card back and there's a C. And I'm like, <gasps> my kid? It's not my kid. You know? And then you say it starts to bring out that mom in you where it's like, my kid is perfect and everybody else is wrong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because it's like, no, I know, I know. And so it's, it's harder to be like, okay, <sighs> how do you get them to, to want to, to get them to go for it and be like, you have a C. Do you yeah. like it? And then you have a kid who's like, don't really care. Sure. It's, it's like, definitely different kids, though. I have some is. kids that actually, they really, truly care and they, mm-hmm. they take the initiative. Because I was like that, too. Growing up, my mom never asked, do you have homework? I don't, like, nothing. It was all on me, and I, I had good grades, too. Mm-hmm. But I've got some kids, and you kind of, from being like that, I would expect, like, you just think everybody else is like that. And my, I have a lot of kids that are not. Yeah. Like you, you're definitely from your dad i'm not i'm not claiming that one <laughs> i know that's a sad thing though is that i'm i was the opposite like my mom didn't check in on me so much with the grades and so i was like why do it <laughs> you know like it's so what if i got the worst olivia the i would class? never guess that <laughs> honestly though i was just like if i get the worst and like I didn't go to school to learn, though. Oh, you were there for the friends. Yeah, for sure I was. Yeah, Yeah. At home, like, it was to the point to where I would not work on anything at school. I wouldn't do homework. I wouldn't do schoolwork because I could just do it when I got home. Yeah. There was nothing happening when I got home. I was alone. Nobody was there. (laughs) I wasn't going to talk to anybody. So at home, I'll do the homework. At school, I'll play. This is my party time. (laughs) Yeah. So I'm, like, now starting to see that in some of my kids, and I'm, like, Oops. Uh, sorry <laughs> whoops <Yeah. laughs> no you can find it <laughs> that's yeah. what i'm saying that's and then you think hard. did i plant that seed <laughs> <laughs> no that's why it's how did they know i'm like <laughs> I, I i regret doing that so i want to fix it before they start doing the same thing that i was doing yeah. you know parents yeah. always do that they think okay this was lacking in my life so yeah. i'm gonna make sure it's there in my kids and then yeah. they kind of over correct <laughs> i know but i have one of my kids who she got in in school and the teacher was like okay health is yours like if you want a good grade you're gonna go study for it you're gonna go do all this stuff and she took it and she was and i mean gloating pride moment here she was the only one that got 100 percent on her health test oh. and i was like 
like if it was me (laughs) (laughs) but no like it was totally her i didn't have to remind her to do her homework i didn't even have to check up on her nothing don't you love those kids too yeah it's so nice (laughs) but praise them Uh, that works so good if you praise and and if you praise them in front of the other kids they look at you like oh i want some of that and then (laughs) (laughs) they're like i can do that too (laughs) yeah praise works so well Mm -hmm. works so good it works better than discipline (sighs) yep oh yeah yep definitely i like bribes Go ahead. No, go ahead. I like bribing. Like all of our straight A <laughs> kids are gonna go. We're taking them to like a really nice dinner this time. Yeah. Like at the end of each quarter. Uh-huh. We so, always did that too. Did For you? every A, you get a dollar, and if you get, but, but that was when they were real little. Yeah. Like when they got older, it was more. But for every A, you get a dollar, and if you get straight A's, you get two dollars for every A. So oh, it was wow. like a huge incentive, wow. and they were yeah. like they it worked. But see, incentive. Yeah, yeah, incentive. Not bribe. <laughs> okay, so my uh, I'm changing my wording. I take it back. I'm, it's an incentive. Bribes. No, it's not. It's no. an incentive. Definitely. And I think that that's huge. I think that because even in life right now, what are we working for? Why do you get up and go to work? Yeah. For the money. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, for a better life. Not, not only, but you enjoy it. You get all these benefits from, for, from it. Incentives. And so then I don't see what's wrong with being like, okay, child, work hard in your school. You get rewards, you know, natural Mm -hmm. consequences, even natural rewards and incentive systems. I feel like that is a generally good thing to do. But like you were saying, um, uh, what did you say? Dang it. (laughs) We did this. Praise. Praise Praise over discipline. Mm -hmm. You've taken parenting programs, right? Yeah. Did you learn it from that? Uh, Somewhat. More than anything, it was um, Just just being a parent. Mm-hmm. I had a daughter that was really, my oldest daughter was really difficult. Like mm-hmm. we, it was almost like we didn't get along very well. We butt heads, like mm. she would kind of irritate me. And, and then, and I kind of irritated her because we were a lot the same. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I decided, and, and I tried discipline or I tried getting after her, correcting her and over and over and it wasn't working. So then I decided one, one day I'm like, I'm going to try complimenting her on something and see what what it does to her so I I told her she she had a really really messy room all the time and I was Mm -hmm. constantly trying to get her to clean it so then I'm like one day I I would just watch for something and I'm like oh you are such a good cleaner Mm -hmm. You're, you're my little cleaner and then I would say it in front of other people and I would make sure and she was like so then she's like, okay. And so she starts cleaning everything mm, and it wow. fixed it in like within a week. Wow. She was a different kid. And I'm like, heck, that, that works. That works so good. <laughs> Don't you love it when you like find something in your parenting methods where you're just like, oh, I did it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yep. even if you do it, whether you learn it from somebody else or you just try something and it works and you're like, oh, yes, finally, <laughs> something. Mm-hmm. The parenting program so definitely cool. do, did say that. It does mm-hmm. say, you know, reward good behavior and don't don't mm-hmm. ever reward bad behavior. Yeah. So, yeah. But like tantrums, mm-hmm. like ignore those. Mm-hmm. Don't don't make a big scene out of it. Don't <laughs> yeah. give them the attention that they're trying to get. Otherwise, they'll yep. always do it. Yep. So, yeah. I feel like as a first time mom, that was one of the main things that I struggled with because for me, and I've always said this, but I was the best mom before I had kids. Right. Like <laughs> and we all are. I I knew. <laughs> and everybody before you've had kids, then you're the you're the best mom. Like Especially you when just, you're fifteen. Uh huh. That's when you know. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> That's when you know everything. Yeah. <laughs> but I remember being like I had this idea or this vision of what I wanted my kids to be. And so when I had my first kid and she wasn't perfect, like I always said my kids were going to be, because I knew, you know, <laughs> then it hit 
me and I took it like personally, you know, like I was offended because I was like, my kid, like what, (laughs) why, why is this happening to me? And so it was like almost an embarrassment thing, even if I wasn't in public, but just the fact that it was my kid that was throwing a tantrum like this and I couldn't control it. Then I was like panic and then embarrassment. And so then I was like, I'm never going out in public. Like this is too humiliating. I can't do this. (laughs) And then I just tried to fix it instantly. And that doesn't work. It doesn't work. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, especially for that one, she was so headstrong and just had a way that she was going to be. And so she would have her meltdowns and I would be like, no, 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 stop, stop, stop. It's okay. Like stop crying. And it just would get worse and would blow up. And I would be like, I don't even know what to do anymore. (laughs) Now I feel like with as many kids, then I'm like, oh, like Tia. Oh, you're so cute. (laughs) Look, you have emotions. Oh, you didn't like that? Do it again. Just one more time. I'm going to capture this time. (laughs) That is not me. I'd be like, don't you dare. (laughs) You try that again, you will be sorry. (laughs) That's how I feel like I was that way with like the first few. And then like as it's like dwindling, I'm like holding on to like (laughs) every every little ounce of babiness. Yeah. Yeah. When my, when it's different with my grandkids, I'm like. Yeah, I'm like that. <laughs> oh, they're so cute. Aww. Did you I just come here? You just made a love. <laughs> I know. So different. I know. I don't know. I just, I find it interesting that it's, and maybe it's just because of exhaustion <laughs> where I'm just like, as soon as the kid starts throwing a tantrum, I'm like, oh, they'll get over it. Okay. We'll be all right. They'll, they'll feel better in a little bit. Yeah. I think you've, uh, as you have had a few kids, though, so you watch them grow out of it. Mm-hmm. You're like, I probably don't need to be that rough on them. Yeah. Like, they really are just going to, like, what's the worst that can happen? Like, exactly. they're not, they're not going to be that bad. <laughs> they're going to be okay. Yeah. Me and my sister was, like, my sister was super lenient and I was super strict uh-huh. when, when we first started having kids. Mm-hmm. And I remember thinking, you're going to be sorry. <laughs> and they turned out about the same. Yeah, like, <laughs> so it, then you're like yeah was it worth it you yeah. know yeah all the stress and, and frustration mm-hmm. that it causes you and you're just like oh i don't know to me it was just so stressful and i felt like that it ruined my relationship with her with mm-hmm. my kid my first one yeah. you know what i mean yeah because i, I felt mm-hmm. like it was always we were against each other you know like mm-hmm. we were battling each other and and so when she would be upset with something then I don't know. It was just, I didn't like what it was doing for us. It's like a fight, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Like in everything. Yeah. And so, and I felt like that she was even waiting until there was a moment where she knew that I would get ticked and then Mm -hmm. just do it just, just to see what would happen, you know? Yeah. And so then at that point, then I was just like, okay, like we're going to be done playing this game. Yeah. We're not doing that anymore, you know? And now I feel like it's like, okay, now she's like my best kid. No, I'm just kidding. They're all great. <laughs> we all have one. <laughs> They're all great. But she's just so, she's just loves to love, you know? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, good. I almost broke you. <laughs> you know, <laughs> we were almost there. Kids so. are so forgiving. I know. They're, yeah. Thank goodness. I know. When, when you're a mom and you make mistakes and I you know. think, oh, what did I just do to my kid? Mm-hmm. And then 
Yeah, they they recover well. They do, <laughs> and they're super forgiving, and they don't, and they always remember the good the good things. Or at yeah. least my kids have. Yeah. Like, mom, remember you used to always do this, and I was thinking, I think I did that once, but I'm really glad you think I always did that. <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm like oh man that me in your mind you hang on to that yeah that's that's who I am (laughs) do you feel like that you've learned anything because you've said that you've taken parenting classes oh yeah do you feel like that that was helpful it was so helpful the thing that helped me the most was the um they so they have a stage for each part of your kid's life so they have a baby stage like when they're first born yeah and that just teaches you how to put them on a schedule and how to get them to sleep through the night like Mm -hmm. all my babies uh, my first one I didn't do it we started on my second okay and the first one um was it was tough Mm -hmm. and didn't sleep through the night for like a year Mm -hmm. and then the second one we followed that program and by nine weeks they were sleeping through the night and every single one of them all that there are nine others Mm -hmm. have all slept through the night at nine weeks wow and so that was a lifesaver for me because I was having my kids fast and I always had a baby I would never have gotten sleep yeah you always had a baby or you were pregnant and it's tough Mm -hmm. when you don't get sleep (laughs) Mm -hmm. and it also it it really puts a foundation or it helps your baby to understand that mom knows best Mm -hmm. because a lot of parents make the mistake of thinking that their child knows best Mm -hmm. they're not old enough to understand what they need and what they don't need they cry for Mm -hmm. everything and you don't know what that cries for most people shove a bottle in their baby's Mm -hmm. mouth as soon as they start crying but trying to shut it up that's not always what they need and they all you only know if your baby is on a schedule whether they're hungry or sleepy or Mm -hmm. And so it was a lifesaver for me. So, and then the next stage was more like a, and it's called Growing Kids God's Way, but it's Mm -hmm. the next stage was um, like the toddler age where when you teach them something, you teach them the moral reason why. And it's Christian based. So it's, um, but it makes, it made it so much easier to realize how much the kids really do understand at such a young age yeah what you're saying oh and it teaches you to to teach your kids sign language because they Mm -hmm. they understand before they can speak yeah what you're saying and what's going on are working they they know so much more than you than you realize they just their body can't catch up yeah exactly (laughs) they're not able to physically tell you that they know yeah so we taught them how to say please thank you more Mm -hmm. um yeah and and it was very nice yes it, it it brings the stress levels way down mm-hmm. and then you feel like you know what you're doing and, and it makes you feel like you're a good mom and it makes yeah. you happier it, mm-hmm. it's just it was a lifesaver for me yeah so I would highly recommend it. I mean we go to college yeah. to work but we don't go to college to be a mom and that <laughs> to me is just as or more important than right yeah so exactly. that was our college for for our kids <laughs> taking programs and mm-hmm. I feel like that now there are so many different programs that are offered I have always had a fascination with parenting. I like, I, like I said, I was such a good mom before I was a mom, but I had this idea of how I wanted it to be. And I felt like that I studied a lot in how I watched different moms with their kids. And I always say, I never mom shame. I never mom judge, but I do watch and I do learn from what I've seen. And there are some things where I'm like, okay, I wouldn't do it that way because I'm seeing the parenting and then I'm seeing the child and then I'm seeing the result mm-hmm. and I'm going, okay, I don't want that result. So obviously I'm not going to follow the same pattern. And so for me, I've always had this fasc- fascination with parenting. 
And so it led me to write my own parenting program. And I created a boot camp and I coached moms. And Tia, <laughs> Tia helped me. I do was this. there too. <laughs> she was my partner. <laughs> and we, like, it was so fun. It was so fun was, to walk yeah. into homes and to see what they were before we were there and then watch the progress, watch the change, watch even the change in the mom. Because that's the most part where I prioritized was on the mom was more rather than being like okay you're doing this all wrong you want your kids to be this way type of thing it was more trying to get the mom in a mentality or a mindset of wanting to be a mom right because I feel like sometimes when you get really overwhelmed with everything then you kind of just pull away and separate yourself from motherhood basically and it just becomes all too much and so that was the biggest thing for me that I found fascination and joy in was watching the change in the way that she would talk about her kids at the end of the program versus at the beginning watching the way that she would talk about cleaning the house now it wasn't like a chore it was more something that she enjoyed doing with her kids it was like family time and so for me um, coaching moms has been super like fulfilling and like, Oh, I'm so proud of you, you know? And for me also, then I was like, if I had this when I was a first time mom or a young mom, right? then it would have been different. I could have done things so much more different. And it, I think everybody will make mistakes. Obviously. I don't think anyone is immune to just all of a sudden just knowing everything especially because we're humans it's not like a one-size-fits-all you can't just copy and paste a situation to everybody Mm -hmm. and so when it is that way though but I'm I I just feel like that when I was a young mom if I had some guidance and programs and support even or people to talk to and be like what do you do or why do you do it this way and things like that I think it would have helped a lot in not doing some of the things that I had done. So, so. let's catch all those young moms, honey. Like you almost <laughs> go to go to Olivia before you start having kids. <laughs> I know, or like right at the beginning before you mess it up. Yeah. Basically, <laughs> no, you you won't mess it up. It'll be fine. But um, one other parenting style that I've found fascinating is gentle parenting. Have you guys heard of this? Yeah, I mean, I think most people do that. Gentle parenting. Doesn't it seem like most people are gentle parenters? And I would have thought, but then like, okay, so here's the thing. At first, when I heard gentle parenting, then I was like, like, what is that? What does that even mean? And so then I started to do more research because like I said, I have this fascination with it. And so I'm like, okay, what is gentle parenting? Gentle parenting is basically, so as a general rule, I think people are claiming that their parents were what? corporal punishment discipline type of thing like uh, uh, no never step a toe out of line type of thing dictator almost type of parenting so then now we have this new generation of people who are like well i didn't like that and so i'm going to be completely the opposite and we're just gonna have this relationship that's so beautiful with me and my child and it's gonna be like okay and your kid throws a tantrum and you're gonna be like oh did you want to go watch that movie oh yeah, that would have been fun. You, yeah, That would be fun to go watch a movie, but we're not going to. Oh, I know. And are you sad? Oh, I know. And it's just like encouraging these emotions, right? Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, I'm curious. 
you know, like I'm on the fence on this because I'm not like the super strict, like you must be this way. But at the same time, then I'm like, when I ask something, then I do expect there to be an obedience because I'm the mom and you are the child and I know what's best for you. And I'll tell you why, like you were saying, Mm -hmm given the moral reason why I'll explain it to you but you do still have to know who the boss is right right for the kids like you do still have to stand up and be like no no I'm the parent and we're gonna do this and if you don't want to okay but we're gonna do it anyway right right Mm -hmm. like instead of it being so much like well you have to do it because I said so it's not quite that, but it's also not clear on this end where it's like, oh, you don't want to wear a coat outside? Oh, that's so sad. Mm-hmm. You know? Oh. Well, well, what happens when you're... Then don't wear a coat outside. Then you don't have to go outside or, you know, all this stuff. And they, I feel like that they're just coddling their kids. Yeah. Well, and then what you happens know? when they're going to run out on the street and get by a car? Exactly. You can't stop them because nothing you point? say, they're never going to obey. Right. They're never going to do. Like and it's... then it's always a constant, like, you have to sit down and, oh... I, I understand that you're feeling this emotion. I don't have time to do that with every little thing like you were yeah. saying. What if it's right in that split second of a moment where mm-hmm. they r- want to run out to the street? I don't have time to get down on their level and be like, oh, did you want to go out in the street? Oh, I know that's so sad that you, you know, like I just don't <laughs> have that time. It's no, yep. you can't. You cannot go out in the street. You have to stay by mom. Yep. You have to. There was hold one incident hand. where uh baby had climbed up a ladder like a toddler mm-hmm. climbed up the ladder got on the roof and the dad <sighs> you know was working on the roof and had just stepped away for a moment his kid climbed up there and he's like stay right there don't move and uh-huh. luckily he had taught his kid to obey yeah. and he did and he was able to save him but otherwise the kid like because the kid was gonna come down like he was going oh to come God. down and he's like oh no goodness. you stay right there wow. <laughs> my heart would just literally stop and i would be like what would you do but that's in it that's a perfect example because Mm -hmm. i feel like that with this gentle parenting idea is it working what happens to the kids that you used it on when they were young what are they turning out to be like do you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so i'm like i'm on the fence with gentle parenting i like the i think that the idea is nice where you're like okay and i i bring him up all the time but my roman he's he's right in that two two years old and he's almost three but he was like the the one kind of kid where it just his meltdowns and his emotions were just so much to try to contain them it was hard because i've had kids that will melt down and throw a fit and throw a tantrum and i'll be like oh okay like let let's get up we're fine here work through it they're fine him no Like, it is a different story. And so I did use a little bit of this stuff with him to be like, okay, in this moment when he's screaming and freaking out and throwing this major tantrum, being like, okay, stop. Tell me what's going on. And he would try to talk to me and I would be like, okay, so somebody took your toy. And did that make you mad? Oh, yeah. Okay. But when you get mad, you can't do that. You know, you can't act that way. So I validated his emotions in the sense that gentle parenting says, well, we all have these emotions. They should be allowed to feel that. Okay, he can be mad, but he can't act that way when he's mad. Mm-hmm. He can't go and 
terrorize another kid just because they took something away from him. Well, if, if, go ahead. No, you go. If you don't teach your kids to control their emotions, mm-hmm. you have you turn out with kids that will go shoot up schools. Exactly. That's it's basically a tantrum for a grown kid. <laughs> right. Exactly. And, and the and people that try and make other people's lives difficult, or mm-hmm. they throw a big fit in public, or they try and hurt other people. It's it's kids. I, it's probably because they was never taught to control their emotions. Mm-hmm. When controlling your emotions is important. It's, yep. Exactly. That's what, that's what makes humans different than animals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think everybody, I think you have to find a good balance. Take some from here, take some from here, yes. take some from here, and get a well-rounded parenting style. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Don't go extreme <laughs> anyway. <laughs> but I yeah. do feel like with a gentle parenting, because, I mean, people will claim, well, you do give them boundaries, but it's still the idea of okay, well, some behavior just simply is not okay. Right. Like you just can't stop in the middle of the store and scream at the top of your lungs because something didn't go your way. Yeah. Well, it's... it's yeah, I was there. It's disrespectful <laughs> to everybody around you. It yeah. is. And it, you you can't do that to people. Imagine a society where everyone just let out their feelings all the time. It, it, it would be chaos. <laughs> are we not starting a, yeah. to see some of that? We I are. Know. It scares oh, me to death. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> One of the things that I thought though, as I watched the Matt Walsh, what is a woman? Have you guys seen that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, here's yeah. this clip and I'm going to show it really fast because I thought that it kind of tied in with this whole gentle parenting idea and what I feel like that it would start to create in adult humans. How exactly have these ideas become so pervasive. First of all, I think we need to remember that in the West, at least, we have it drilled into our minds from childhood onwards that personal happiness is the key to individual flourishing. Secondly, we think of ourselves in psychological terms. I am my feelings. And in order for me to be happy, I have to be able to express my feelings. I have to be outwardly that which I feel myself to be inwardly. Thirdly, uh, we're taught that Interfering with somebody else's happiness is very bad. We need to acknowledge that there are powerful lobby groups, powerful cultural and political lobby groups driving this thing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so I feel like when he says it like that, where he's just like everybody feels this entitlement almost of this is what I'm feeling and you need to accept how I'm feeling. And... I get to do all of this stuff because it made me upset and and you just have to accept it. And everybody else. Well, and they even go as far as saying it's everybody else's responsibility to make me happy. Right. Exactly. Happiness is a choice. <laughs> <laughs> right. And I feel like, like I was saying with my Roman, I worked with him and worked with him and be like, you know, I understand that you're upset or I understand that you are sad. I understand all these things. But this behavior just simply is not okay. And now he's getting to the point to where he will have this big meltdown and then he'll tell me everything that's going on and then he'll stop and be like, okay, now I'm happy. And he just changes just like that. And he's two. And I'm like, okay, here, this is why. This is why I do it this way because I don't want to wait until he's seven, eight, nine, ten, to right. be like, you can't act that way. You know what I mean? Like, I'm I'm supposed to send him off to school at five. What? Uh, what we see, would we that do see some of those like? kids in school, too. <laughs> like, uh, I know, but I'm there. like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to yeah. have my kids yep. 
I don't want that life for them. Yeah. It's like you were saying, it's the, it's the bulldozer, it's the helicopter, it's all these things, but I want a life for my kids where they can function yep. and, and learn things. So I don't know, but maybe you guys can let me know. Maybe I'm not right with this whole gentle parenting thing. If I'm off, tell me, tell me what it really is. Cause in my mind, it's, it's that it's, oh, I'm acknowledging all of your emotions. And that's the, the base of everything is your emotions, which again, I think emotions are valuable to have, but actions based on emotions are not, right. not accurate. Right. Like I just, I just don't think that that's any human should be doing that, you know? Yeah. And if you, if we as moms aren't going to be teaching our kids that who is, when will they learn? When will they learn that they can't just throw a tantrum? I feel like you start seeing it in workplaces. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Where it's like, well, I don't like this, so I'm going to pout, you know? Mm-hmm. And your boss is like, then you're fired. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah. you, you can't, you just can't act that way, you know? Mm-hmm. Just because you get upset. One of the things that I thought was pretty interesting is, um, you guys know who Candace Owens is, right? Mm-hmm. Love her. I really yeah, like her. me too. But I found this um, clip that she had for basically saying how kids um, kids aren't working nowadays, right? And and not in a sense that we expect our children to be laborers or slaves or anything like that, but that they're not being trained how to go out in the workforce and how to be able to take on a responsibility and then also like do what somebody tells you to do somebody who's not your mom or your dad or somebody else who is like the one on top like over you in that job in the career and we're seeing that people are having a hard time being good workers and i think that it's probably because it's we have done things so differently now to where kids aren't getting out and working they're not getting that experience and so it's kind of enabling I feel like entitlement the entitlement behavior where you're just like well I deserve all of these things because they've never really had an experience where it was like no here's your place and you stay in it mm-hmm. you know what I mm-hmm. mean or if you want this you have to work for it <laughs> yeah if, you know. exactly but I wanted to watch this clip really fast um with Candace Owens why don't children work anymore? Now, I know you're interested in thinking of Candace because, I don't know, it's a form of slavery to have children work. Children should just be able to enjoy their childhood. But there is something about working that establishes a better human being. We are not creating better human beings anymore or quality human beings anymore. Do you know what I mean? Like, it just seems that everyone is so entitled to everything. I shared with you many episodes ago the story about the assistant that I had, 22 years old is how old he was, asking to make $135,000 a year after a month of work. Why? Because he's entitled. Because he doesn't even actually know what real work is. You have children uh, that grow up to become the adults like they're facing right now at Goldman Sachs that say, we're being abused. Yes, we make, I don't know, almost $100,000 a year, and we are, but we're working long hours, and we shouldn't have to work long hours. I That's liked a scary it. scary world. <laughs> but I was like, honestly, when I heard it, then I was like, am I giving my kids that opportunity? Because I want them to be successful in life. And so I'm like, at what age? Have you ever had your kids work after school? 
Oh, the time. Yeah. yeah what age do you work. start? As soon as possible. So I have my own business, so it's really easy for me to employ mm-hmm. my own kids. So, um, and a lot of the stuff they do is like my personal stuff because mm-hmm. if I can, if I can have them do that, but yes, they all have jobs Yeah. when they're young, but, and they, when I think having a big family, that's one of the perks is mm-hmm. that your kids really do learn how to contribute because they have to. Yeah. And it, it's a good thing. Yeah. Uh, I, I loved being in a big family growing up and mm-hmm. I love having a big family and my kids love it too. And they all want big families mm-hmm. because they see the value in it. Yeah. Like doing, cleaning the house or doing something like that is mm-hmm. so much easier with all the help yep. mm-hmm. with everybody involved. And then they've always got friends and anyway, mm-hmm. I'm kind of getting off subject, but the question back to your question. Um, yeah, my kids did work. And when my kids get jobs outside the home, I get raving reviews like your kids are really good workers. They get in they, and get they the come job back, done. they ask what they do next because that's something that we put in place at home. Yeah. And so it's so valuable and they they benefit from that and they yeah. love it. They love the the you know praise that they get at work and they're like, "Mom, they're I they <laughs> like me and I got a raise and I got this and uh-huh. and they're they love it. They enjoy yeah. life because they had that foundation. Right. And I just think that like <laughs> Giving your kids the opportunities like that turns them into the human beings that I that I want for them. And it's not it has nothing to do with me being like, well, I don't want to put my name to that kid. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> there's a little bit of that. I'm not gonna lie. But at the same time <laughs> at the same time, then I'm like, for their benefit, I want them to be successful. I want them to be happy. I want them to live a life that they enjoy. I want them to find a job that they enjoy doing. You can't do that if you won't, if you won't get up and do it for yourself though, you know, and if they find the job that they love and lose it because they are so entitled and they think, well, no, I should be making more money than this. Or why do I have to work all these hours? Or why do I have to actually, you know, provide for the company? How dare they ask me to be a good employee, right? (laughs) Then they're going to lose the job that they love, Mm -hmm. you know? And it's, it would be my fault. I was the one that was supposed to teach them how to go and be a good worker. I was the one that was supposed to teach them what it was supposed to look like, right? Mm -hmm. How do you start that? I don't know. In our homes, right? Oh, right, Um, right. Exactly. No, I know. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Right, exactly. And And I feel like that I've kind of been doing that even with my own kids because one of the things that my girls will say is they can't wait until they can go to somebody else's house to tend their kids. And to clean their house because it's not fun at home, yeah. you know, <laughs> like I don't want to do it for my own house, yeah. but like they'll go out and do somebody else's house. But then I'm like, I'm not going to send you out. Like you're going to be the best babysitters that anybody has ever seen. And how are you going to get there? You got to try it at home. Yeah. But it's that, that idea that I'm training them what it should be like. And I'm not going to be like, oh no, you did a good job. Yeah, it was a good effort because that's not that's not quite it, you yeah. know. And they have to know that that's not quite what it is should be. Yeah, they need it. They need somebody to be like, mm, yeah, really. That's not quite there. Yep. You and know? when parents work together, mm-hmm. that makes a big difference too. Yeah. Like if the husband supports the wife, the wife supports the husband. It goes yep. both ways. 
it, it makes a world of difference. That's one thing I've always appreciated about my husband is he's like, if I tell the kids to do something, like he'll back me up a hundred percent. Yeah. And he's like, mom told you to do this. Let's make sure it happens. And they're mm-hmm. like, okay, you do what dad says. Like my kids just know <laughs> that you do what dad says. And, mm-hmm. and then any, if I ever had a problem with any of them, I'd be like, should we talk to dad? like I'll do it (laughs) (laughs) but we we complimented Uh each other in a way that it it made it so much easier because if if you're a team then the kids don't play mom against dad they don't play they don't try that Mm -hmm. they know that and and they're they respect both of you so much more and they want mom and dad to be a team Mm -hmm. it gives them a foundation it gives them it does and stability is huge when you're a kid like when mom and dad are happy and they love each other Mm -hmm. the kids are happy and they they feel safer they feel like their world is peaceful and safe when mom and dad aren't happy with each other the kids feel it and it's it's frightening for a kid I remember my mom yelling at my dad when I was little and I hated those moments. Like I I would, I would do anything to make my mom and dad love each other and my Mm -hmm. mom and dad happy. So make sure that they were. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, on that though, because last time that you were here, then we talked a little bit about you being a marriage counseling counselor and Mm -hmm. counseling and things like that. So being that you are, right? Mm -hmm. Or that you've tried it a little bit. Mm -hmm. And being that it's so valuable and so important for moms and dads to be on the same page and to have that relationship and for the kids to see it, how do you advise people do that? Like, where do we, where do we start, right? Well, I mean, you could, I could start way back before you even (laughs) decide who you're going to (laughs) marry. But like, I don't know how, quite how far to go back, but Uh basically, um, I would just say that a relationship really is the foundation of a mar- of a family. And that, mm-hmm. that training program that I talked about, mm-hmm. they do teach that too, that the couple, the mother, the, the man and wife, that's the family. The kids are bonus. Mm-hmm. So many parents make the mistake of child centering and the, the mm-hmm. world revolves around the children. And once, once they have kids, then they can't have a relationship anymore because the kids are there. And like in the movies, you see that mm-hmm. all the time. That, oh, we can't kiss. The kids are around. We can't, yeah. we can't give each other a hug the kids are around we can't we can't mm-hmm. do anything because we have kids like they make it seem like this horrible burden that that they that, had to have yeah kids. that they had to have kids or that these kids are or that it ruined their relationship yeah or, or, or that it, you can have a good relationship when you have kids you must have a good relationship when you have kids mm-hmm. that's the kids rely on that and it's it makes a happy home and it, it makes them like think about Security. when you were a kid yeah. They, yeah like when mom and dad love each other it makes your world so much more peaceful and, mm-hmm. and it more, it's just so much better. And mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> like I said, when my mom would yell at my dad, like, mm-hmm. it, I hated it. Yeah. yeah. But so if parents will realize how important that relationship is, that will help your kids more than anything. And I know from experience um, that, and I've talked to my kids, my adult kids, and I, what's your favorite thing about growing up? And they mm-hmm. say, yours and dad's relationship. And I always wanted that kind of relationship because like we would flirt with each other and have tickle fights and Mm -hmm. like they saw those things all the time and they knew that and we had date nights all the time Mm -hmm. and date nights without the kids and and it was because of that program and it helped Mm -hmm. us realize how important it is for the kids like people think that they feel guilty that they're not spending all of their time with their kids Mm -hmm. and they're making their kids stay home while they go out on a date. 
it's good for the kids. They mm-hmm. need that. They want to know that mom and dad love each other. So I, I would just say that. And just taking time to prioritize your marriage mm-hmm. and your relationship instead of, I don't know, because I feel like when life does get crazy and busy, it's easy to put it on the back burner, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm yeah. not talking just with kids, even work, you know, work, it's busy and it's hard to kind of schedule out the time or you have friends or um family events that you're going to or the kids or you know kids um uh extracurricular activities programs things like that it just feels like life is just so busy all the time Mm -hmm. it's easy to put mom and dad on the back burner yep sometimes it because most of the time because it's like well i don't need that or i'm fine right now but I like what you say when you say, well, you know, even if maybe I don't feel like I need it, the kids need, need to it. see that. Yeah. The kids need mom and dad to prioritize themselves, yeah. to not put each other on the back burner mm-hmm. and to constantly be like, okay, here, here, here's your dad. Look how great he is, you know, and for dad to do the same thing. Here's your mom. And yeah. we love each other and we support each other all the time. We're a hundred percent all the time. Mm-hmm. And, and if so, you disagree, do it in private. Mm-hmm. Don't do it in front of your kids. It's Mm -hmm. too damaging. And then they start doubting you. They wonder, like, is mom right or is dad right? Yeah. Don't give your kids that struggle. Or a side. Yeah. And you will have disagreements. That's (laughs) that's life. But take it in the other room. Take it. Do it Mm -hmm. in private. And Mm -hmm. like, that's one thing that I love. I really appreciate about my husband that he, when we first got married, he said, okay, we're going to lay some ground rules Mm -hmm. because like he said, first of all, we're never going to talk about divorce. Mm -hmm. Like we're in this for life. And Mm -hmm. we both agreed that. And that, that it was huge. Yeah. Like a lot of people just assume that when things get hard, divorce, you can just divorce, 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 divorce. And it doesn't fix you. It doesn't fix the problem. Mm -hmm. So we decided, okay, we're never going to even talk about it. It's not, it's never, we're never going to threaten each other with it. We're never going to, it's not on the table. It's at not. All. It's just not an option. We're never going to call each other names. We're never going to mm-hmm. fight in front of the kids. We're never going to. And we laid these ground rules and we stuck to them. And it, yeah. it was, they were lifesavers. Yeah. And I think that more people need to do that. That they, yeah, yeah they, because it really is when you think that divorce or giving up is an option, that's kind of where you go. Once yeah. something gets harder, once you, because you will get mad at each other. Mm-hmm. There will be times where you disagree or you're having or struggling with something that, and then you feel like you're right and they're wrong and they feel the same. Mm-hmm. If you, if you know that you're just going to get through it, you'll get through it. But if you know that, or if you think I can just give up at any time, it's too easy to mm-hmm. go there. Yeah. I think it's really, really valuable that both of you though, have that mindset. Oh, yeah. We are both going to make this a success because I feel like it would be really hard to have that be a one sided thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, it doesn't work to have it one sided. (laughs) Right. To have one person be like, oh, divorce is never an option. I'm, you know, all this stuff. But then the other person is constantly like, "Mm, mm, 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 I'm done, I'm done, I'm done. Mm -hmm. It would be hard to be in a relationship like that. And so I think it's valuable for both of you guys to have sat down and be like, this is us. This is what we are. Mm-hmm. We both feel this way. We both have this, you know, is what it's going to be because I just think that it's essential. You Absolutely. Know? Yeah. <laughs> so set down everybody. We're just going to be on the same page from the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
Okay, well, thank you so much for all of your insight and thanks for being here. I loved every minute of that. I love having guests and I think that that was super valuable and super helpful. If you guys liked it, let me know in the comments. If you have any other questions, maybe we can get Jackie back again. So (laughs) (laughs) drop your questions in the comments. Let me know. But thank you so much for coming back. Thanks for having me. I really enjoyed it too. That that was a really, really fast hour. (laughs) (laughs) Is it already over? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, see, we just have so much fun. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you.